we have to connect all that we're learning with the Yontav of Purim. We already <coughs> spoke a little bit about that, the connection between Yeshua, Esther, Mordechai, the Koch, and the Sheikh ben Yosef. The Yeshushan Purim, cities that have walls in the days of Yeshua Binun. And everything that we're learning comes to where we are right now. Erev Yontav, Erev Purim. So listen carefully. This is probably going to take maybe one and a half years or two. I'm not sure. We'll see. But listen carefully. The Tanya at the end of Perak Mentes writes the following. There the Tanya is already beginning to head towards the conclusion of the first Chalik of Tanya. And he's talking about the tachlis of our being in the world. Our tachlis of being in this world is to reveal Hashem's presence here where we are. So that all flesh should be able to see, should be able to experience Selakus, to connect to Hashem. Natanya writes that this is the tachlis of the shtalshlis, of the descent from the highest, from the infinite, all the way, all the way down through infinite madrigus into this world. The tachlis of Hashem creating all worlds is that the covet of Hashem should fill this world, the lowest of all worlds, davka. <laughs> to transform the darkness of this world into light. And all that is bitter into sweetness. And this the tachlis of man. And all that he does. To draw the infinite light of God, Lamata, down into this world. That's the Tachlis. This is the Sugi that we're learning. Because the Gilui of Kedusha Sisrael in this world, in its most complete, in its most complete, Way can only take place in Eretz Yisrael. There's what we're learning in the Shir, in Eretz Chayfetz Rav Kook, and in Sefer Yeshua, because Kedushas Haguf, Kedushas Haguf, the holiness of the body and a physical life in this world, the Kedusha of one's Hishtadlus, to work, to work, physical labor farm, fields, factories, whatever, is the fulfillment of the Tachlis that the Alter Rebbe is talking about, of Nis'av HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Baruch, Dira V'Tachton. That Hashem's desire is that there should be a dwelling place, that this world should become a place for His presence, for the Shechina. Dira V'Tachton. Neshama Baguf. Neshama Baguf in Shemayim, it's just Neshamas. 
the physical world is the goof. That fusion of the neshama into the goof is creation, is man. That's what we've been learning from Rabbi Tzadok HaKohen over the past Tkufa, the side of connecting Tarshabach Sav and Tarshabalta. That's where Yosef Yehoshua begins. This is the Yisrael that we've been working on for a long time. The Neshama, Menashamayim is Tarshabach Sav, right? That's the Neshama. Tarshabach Sav is from Shemayim, the written Torah. That's the Neshama. Tarshabalta, the oral Torah, is the Guf. The Guf, the body. That's Tarshabalta. The Tachlis of an Ish Yisrael, of a Jew in this world, <coughs> is to be Machadesh Gufei Torah here in the Hester of Eilam in this world, what the Tanya is speaking about, the lowest of all worlds, this world is the Tachlis. And this is a world of Hestapanim. This is a world of concealment, of darkness. This is a world of, with a guf. We were learning about in Arab Shabbos, and of Kabura, that the guf appears to be the Mitzvah Hashlema. Some of you were there. The Mitzvah Hashlema piece, the guf seems to be it. That's all there is. There's no Nisham. The world is just a guf. To join together the neshama and the guf, which is life, the tachlis of life, the neshama and the guf together. Tereshabachsav, neshama, tereshabalpeh, guf. Tereshabalpeh, guf. This is the sod of what we've been learning about the transition from life in the midbar, in the desert, <coughs> to Eretz Yisrael. This is where Yeshua comes in, exactly here, at the intersection between Shamayim and Aras. Tereshabachsav, Tereshabalpeh. Therefore, where Tereshabachsav ends, the Ma'avar, the transition, is the beginning of Sefer Yeshua. That's what we spoke a lot about. The Midbar was, a, was a, an existence of Tereshabachsav, of Neshama, of the Man, of miracles, of Ananiya-covered clouds, and so on. It was a Neshamadika existence. But that's not the Tachlis. We learned from Rabbi Tzaddik about how the Miraglim and even Moshe Rabbeinu were resisting, were held back. And then Moshe Rabbeinu tried to move forward with that, but he couldn't. Because that connection of Neshama and Guf, of Tarsh Bechsav and Tarsh of heaven and of earth, was left to Yeshua to begin our journey into Israel to make that connection. Moshe Rabbeinu is the Rabbi. Moshe Rabbeinu is a Bechin of Shemaim. And Yeshua is the Ma'avar into the world of Torah Shabal Peh. Torah Peh, the oral Torah, of course, <coughs> consists of the thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of details of life in this world, of how to have a relationship with the Gashbaruch, to see the Shechina at work, in the home, when you're exercising, when you're eating, and so on. That's Tarish This world is a world where one doesn't where one doesn't see Hashem in an open and clear way. <coughs> Just like the Chacham of Tarish we're no longer living in a time of prophecy. Moshe Rabbeinu in the earlier period was a time of Nevuah, of prophecy. 
And even though Yeshua, of course, <coughs> drank from that world, but his job was to bring us into Eretz Yisrael, we would no longer have open miracles, where we would no longer have Mon and the Ananiya covered and the clouds and so on. So now, what's remarkable <coughs> is the first time that the Torah speaks about the writing of a book, Ksivas Seifer. The first time that the Torah speaks about Ksivas Seifer is in Pashas B'Shalach. Ksoivzos Zikaron B'Seifer. Write this as a memory, it has to be written, B'Seifer, in a book. Visim, where? Where should this be placed? This book, where? Boznei Yoshua. Visim Boznei Yoshua. Kimocho Emcha Zecha Amalek. But I'm going to completely eradicate, to erase Zecha Amalek, the memory of Amalek. The first place that we find it in the Torah, and you know, the beginning of something, the beginning of something is the Shoresh. The first Indian of, of our writing some sort of a book. And the Simba Ozna Yehoshua, Moshe Benin was told. We go ahead into the future, many years, and then Shushan Habira, there is a war that's taking place between Yisrael and Amalek. And Esther, Chazal tell us that Esther sent to the Chachamim after the Nase of Purim took place. So Esther Malka sent to the Chachamim, to the Chachmei Tereshbapa. She sent to the Chachamim, Kisvuni Ledaris. Kisvuni Ledaris. Write me, inscribe me. Purim, for all future generations. Kisvuni Ledaris. She was asking that it should be with Ksiva. Not a tradition, not an oral tradition. But it should be something that's written, it should become part of Kisvi HaKadosh, which it is. <coughs> it should become part of Tanakh, Kisvi HaKadosh, B'Ksuvim. So we see that Davka, when it comes to Mechia Samalek, there's a Kepeda already at the beginning of that first war, and passes B'Shalach, there's already a Kepeda that it should be Davka, it should be Davka in a way, of Ksoiv Zos Zikaron Basefer, to be written Basefer. And then with Esther Malka, Kisvuni Ladoris, to be written for all generations. That it should be Kisvi Akkadish. Ksiva means that it should have a key, <coughs> it should be something that is forever. Conversations, discussions, even oral traditions over the, over time can become lost. But that bakasha of kisvun l'adaris means that there should be a, a kim nitzchi, that it should be forever. And the Rambam writes at the end of Hilchas Megillah that Megillah says there is eina asid eina What happens to other kisv we don't know. But it's clear and it's certain <coughs> that as far as Megillah Sest is concerned, Eina Asidul Hibata. Now let's understand. 
you all know that when it comes to testimony to Edus and Bezdin, when it comes to Edus and Bezdin, the din is davkemi pm v'lemi piksov that we have to, the Edim have to be interviewed, to be interrogated. The Edim have to speak. We have to hear from the Edim. Mi pm v'lemi piksovim, not written testimony, but mi pm. We have to hear from the Edim themselves. Mi pm v'lemi piksovim. And in that respect, Dibur speech as a madre- is a madrega that's higher than writing, that's higher than ksiva. On the other hand, a star, star is from the word shoter, to enforce, <coughs> to enforce something, like mishtara, please. A star is davka, which is something that is kosev it's written and it's signed. And that star, once it's been written, has forever, it has to be preserved, but kept in the vault, whatever, but it has forever the toikif, the strength, the power to be used as a raya, as a proof in Bezdin, till the end of time. That's what a star is. The Eidus itself is a bechina of Tarish the star is a bechin of Tereshav that's written. And the chibur of those two, the connection of those two to create mitzvah, reality, is the inin of Yehoshua of Tereshav and Tereshav And it's the whole story of Purim. So let me explain. Until the time of the Churban Besamekdash, until the time of the destruction of the first Beis HaMikdash, <coughs> we had never had <coughs> we had never had a situation of Hestaponit. Until the Churban of the first Beis HaMikdash, we didn't have complete Hestaponit, a concealment of God. Because during that long period of time, there were Nevi'im, there were prophets, and there were Shoftim, Who spoke the Dvar Hashem, Mamish. And there were, there were Nevi'im that were roaming around in Eretz Israel. <coughs> there was the Mishkan that was in the Midbar, and later on the Mishkan, Shiloh, and so on, and then the Beis Hamikdash. And in these places, there was a visible and clear presence of the Shechina. There was Hashros Hashchina. Right? So we can't describe that period of time from the time that we left Mitzrayim or even in Mitzrayim all the way until the Churban Bayes region we cannot describe it as a time of Hestapan, of concealment which doesn't mean that Jews weren't getting into complications and difficulties we have a way of doing that even when it's not Hestapan but certainly it was not a time of Hestapan there was Hashwas Hashrin your Eretz Mikvaidecha was shining with the light of the Shrima and the Vua and so on. And the Urvatumim, the Samigdash. After the Churm Vision, after the destruction of the first Besamigdash, which we can't be Masik, what that felt like, because we grew up 
in a cave. We grew up in, in Chayshev. We were B'nai Chayshev Chzamavis. We grew up in darkness. We grew up without Mishkan, without Bishamikdash, without Nizim. We grew up in darkness. So we're used to that. So we can't be masking what it was like when the lights went out. We get a taste of it in the Nevi'im, and we get a taste of it in Yechazka, we get a taste of it when Yirmi was talking, we get a taste of it in the keenness of Tishab of a taste. But all they're saying, really what they're saying is, you can't possibly understand, you, you can't understand what this was. Akedekach, do you remember, we spoke of this many times, so that when the second base of Mikdash was built, and there was the celebration for the second base of Mikdash, the crying of the old Jews that still remember the first base of Mikdash from when they were kids, the crying was so loud that you couldn't hear, it took over the singing, and the, you couldn't hear the singing anymore. You couldn't hear the singing because the crying of the old Jews who remembered the first base of Mikdash was so powerful, was so loud. We can't be masking such a thing, but that was what happened by the Churban Bayes Rishon. So after that destruction of the Besa Mikdash, there was a Siluk of Nevoah. Nevoah disappeared, not in one shot, but it began to move out of our lives. And it became a terrible hest upon him. Atkadekach, now here's the key of Purim. Atkadekach, that what was required, what was needed was a new Kabbalah a Kabbalah Satara for Am Yisrael in a state of Hestapan. A new Kabbalah Satara. Not a Maimon HaSinai. It's not going to be standing at HaSinai. But there needed to be a new affirmation on our part. <coughs> they were still in it. Because you know that when things were falling apart, there were very Choshev Jews, and there was a Canaan who represented all of Am Yisrael came to the Navi Cheskel and said, like this is finished. It's done. Didn't work out. The, the the whole project is finished. The bris, everything is is everything is is ruined. Everything is done. So there needed to be a kabbalas hatar mechudeshes. of a Jew who is committed <coughs> to the Shechina even though he'll never in his lifetime come into contact with it he'll never see it he'll never have a, he'll never be able to experience Nevoah Hashros HaShechina Besamikdush Marokoyin he won't see it so Hashem Baruch was Masave at that time after the Churban Ba'ez Rishon Hashem Hazbach, in his amazing way, brought about the Gezeira of Haman, v'chulu, 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 and all that that meant, the Gezeira of, of Haman, Achishverosh. And that somehow through that Gezeira, we were forced into a corner where we had to decide, are we going to be Jews despite the darkness, or are we go, are we or are we only or were we only Jews when there was light? Are we going to be Jews when the whole world seems to be one big goof and the neshama is now invisible 
Because until the Chorban Bayis Rishon, the Neshama was not invisible. There were Nisim in the flows, Hashras HaShchina, it was Me'ein, what was in the Midbar, <coughs> continuing. But now, after the Chorban Bayis Rishon, which is when Purim took place, now, it's Mamish, Mamish has to punish, Mamish dark. That's what it was at that time. And the story of Purim is how Am Yisrael, from that terrible place that they were in, were misroimed with the help of the tzaddikim, of Mordechai and Esther, that we were misroimed to receive the Torah, the Mahadura Tinyana, second edition. New edition of Torah, a new edition of Yiddishkeit, a Yiddishkeit and a life of Torah mitzvahs without, without seeing the Shechin at all, without seeing the Shechin, not only without seeing the Shechin, but everything in the world seems to say there is no Shechin. There's nothing. You're crazy. This is crazy. And if there once was, he left you and you're finished. <coughs> Therefore, the whole yontif of Purim has to be understood in the context of Nach Purim. Jews have an expression, not every day is Purim, right? Which is understood that you can't get away with things every day like you get away with on Purims. Not every day is Purim. But the Mitzvahs of, of the Jews, of Am Yisrael, Nach Purim, after Purim, the Gemara says that we woke up to a reality of Av After Purim, our status remained the same. We were subjects of Ahasuerus. <coughs> it's not like everything all of a sudden was great. So we had this tremendous, this tremendous, tremendous party, and it was Gavaldic, and we had a chance to, to, to kill many of our enemies. And and, and it was beautiful, and we and we enjoyed, and we enjoyed the uh, the glamour and the and the splendor of that geula. And maybe we had like a couple days, you know, off, and then it's back to back to work. It wasn't like a Yushalayim and then the Holy Prophet Isaiah, uh, you know, Shlomo Kalbak singing and didn't didn't happen. Like there was no prophets that came to talk to us and. There was no base of Mictus the next day. There was no Hashvaz Hashrina that we saw or anything like that. And even as you know, the second base of Mictus was Bechlau. It wasn't with Hashvaz Hashrina. There was in any visible way, as the Gemara tells us. We were Avdeh Hashveres. But something happened in the Shushan, Purim, that, that the Jewish people were able to muster together within themselves an Ahava, a love, and an amuna to be mizdabik to the Rabbani Shalom. In other words, to believe in the neshama, to believe that the neshama exists, despite the fact that all we could see was the guf. This had never we had never experienced this. From the time that we became a people, we always saw neshama the guf. It was always <coughs> clear that there's neshama the guf. And for the first time. We had to live without seeing neshama, no neshama. We don't see anything. It's like us, except we're just so used to it. But 
No nisham. Just to believe in it. That even though all you see and all you experience is the guf, nisham of the guf. All you see is terish balpa. Rabbi is saying things, do this, do that. And to believe that it has a neshama, that's a hashra that comes from a higher place, from beyond what we can see with our eyes, from Tarsh HaKasaf. This Kabbalah Satara of Golas, <coughs> this Kabbalah Satara that took place in Shushan, in the darkness of that time, after the Chorban, is a Kabbalah Satara that is unique, and therefore it has no bittel. That's what the Ram is saying to us, that's what Chazal is telling us. It cannot be broken, it cannot be destroyed, such a Kabbalah. Because this Kabbalah took place in a way of Dir Batachtonim. Because that's what it means, that's what we began with from the Alter Rebbe. It's the Tachlis of creation. Not Kabbalah Satira by Marin Hasinai with his thunder and lightning. And all the other special effects. And Moshe Rabbeinu was there. That's not the Tachlis. The Tachlis of creation is Kabbalah Satara in Shushan Habir. The same term. Kimu Kiblu. Kimu Masha Kiblu Kva. Rashi says, Miahabas Anais. Kimu Vikiblu. The Kimu Vikiblu means that the Jews in Shushan Romagal, the Tachlis of the Bria, which is <coughs> that a Jew is able to be misdabek to the Shechina, b'chol ha-matzavim, b'chol in any situation. Again, at work, when you're exercising, when you're at home, in every single matzav, that Kabbalah has a kiyum nitzchi, because it's not subject to location. It, that doesn't make a difference whether you're in Yerushalayim or you're in Japan. Because it's a Kabbalah that's the whole Kabbalah. is to believe in the Shama Beguf when you can't see anything. So you don't have to be in seminary or in Yeshiva. You don't have to be in Yerushalayim. The first Kabbalah Satara, was a Kabbalah Satara that took place about Midbidika Kabbalah Satara, where everything was clear. And the Shemaim opened up, all the seven Rikim opened up. It's not an Indian of Bechir. And you know that anything that you didn't choose yourself doesn't usually last that long. If you don't really choose something, you know, it doesn't have much of a key. The Bachu who doesn't really want, really want to learn, Ben Azmanim, he doesn't really look into Svarim too much. You could maybe get him to look in the Chumash when they're laying the parish in the Shul, maybe. Other than that, if he's not a Baal Bechir, if he didn't choose to learn, he doesn't have a Shaykhist to. He doesn't feel it. He doesn't feel a Shaykhist, a Kesh, a Bechlau. But when you chose something, and you could have made a million other choices, but I work hard to this, to be a Jew. And I made this bris with Hashem that even though I don't see him, and even though the Shekhin is something which is mamish invisible, 
There's no, there's no Nisim, there's no Ashwa there's no Moshe Rabbeinu here. But I made such a commitment. So that's Chuosam Hayisa Lanetzach. Visikvosam Chol Dervador. Chol Dervador. I'll explain more about that in a few minutes. Because the original Seder of Torah, until Purim, in other words, the Seder of Torah Shavachsav, Moshe Rabbeinu, and so on, Harsinai, the Midbar, that was Milamala Lamata, from above to below. Vayerud Hashem al Harsinai. Hashem is well, Kivyochim made like a cameo appearance, and he shows up in the world, whatever that means, but there was a, a powerful, powerful presence of Hashem that everybody saw, something, whatever that was. And so that's that itself is holding the mountain over their heads. It's not a matter of choice. It's just that it's 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 in your face. It's not in your face. There's nothing to do about it. It's just that's just what it is. When it comes to things like that, when it's no longer in your face, it's very easy to run away from it. And that's what kids do when they leave. Like the because I'll talk about it, like a teenager is bereft and safer. When we left High Sinai, it was like children running away from school. When school's finished at the end of the semester, bye bye. That was the first Kabbalah Torah. The Kabbalah that took place with the mountain over our heads and with everything clear and obvious and with surrounded by fire and all the thunder and lightning and so on. Milamala Lamata. Purim was different. Purim was a Kabbalah Torah. Milamata Lamala, from below to above. Milamata Lamala. Akedekarte Chazal say something which is absolutely ludicrous. It's shocking. But it's true. Everything they say is true. The Kimu Vekiblu means also Kimu Lamala, Masha Kiblu Lamata. That something changed. Because until that time, down here below, we would, we had no choice, and whatever God told us to do, because what happened, we're going to do. Nasev Now everything became reversed. Kimu lamala, masha kiblu lamata. Now, when the Bezna paskins something, when the Bezna paskins something, here in this world of darkness, using our own intuition and knowledge of Torah, when something is paskins here, then the Baruch Shalom smiles and says in Shemayim, Nitzchuni banayin, Nitzchuni. Now it's v'nahafeichu. This v'nahafeichu is much bigger than the v'nahafeichu that took place with the with the Amalekim. This v'nahafeichu is the whole seder of creation. Until now, it was milamalu lamato teresh b'chasav, right? Shchina, nevua, man, midbar, all of that. Meishu beinu was milamalu lamato v'nahafeichu. Ashe yishla to ayudim can't save them. That now the Jewish people are in control, and kimu vekiblu means kimu lomala masha kiblu lomata. That when when the chachamim paskin something here in lomata, in shemaim they're they're mekabul. Nimekai mit lomala. The kashbaru signs on to the chidushim of human beings in this world, to the intuition, the creativity. Now the headquarters of creation 
are in this world. Until that time, the main headquarters were in Shemayim. Now the main headquarters moves over to this world. Not only to Yerushalayim, which is of course, but to every place where, where a Jew lives. His headquarters. He sets up shop, puts down a flag. Shechina v'tachtayim. Shechina, shechina v'tachtayim. A yid comes over here, goes into some place where nobody ever was. Like, I don't know, no Jew ever walked into such a place. Like somewhere, I don't know, in New Jersey, or maybe Staten Island, something like that. And he comes to this place, and he says, and he says in this place, Baruch Atah Hashem, O Kedem HaKalom, Shahakul Nibadro. Shechina, dear v'tachtayim amish. In this place. Now we can understand what Esther Malka was looking for. When she sent around to the Chachamim, Kisvuni Ladaris. Kisvuni Ladaris. This must be written and inscribed for all generations. Now you know that there were many communities that had Purims, right? There, there were many, many Purims. There were books that are written with the beautiful books about the different communities, supposed by Svadim and Ashkenazim, where there were certain Xerists that were made. There's no uh, shortage of Xerists that have been made against the Jewish people. And then we had Yeshuas in those places, and they made Purims in those places. Not like uh, the Koch, of course, the Tokif of, of Purim, but they made, they made for those places celebrations and so forth. But this was different, this was unique. Esther Malka sends to the Chacham The Shurish of that is Ksozo's Zikarn Besaifer, the Simbo's Ne Yehoshua. Simbo's Ne Yehoshua. Remember, we're talking about Mashiach and Yosef, Esther and Yehoshua. The Simbo's Ne Yehoshua. Esther Malka was what she was what she was asking for in effect was that what happened now, what took place now, shouldn't be just some beautiful memory of the Jewish people that's left in our minds to try to remember to think about. But should have a din of There should be a chibur of Tarashba Pentarashabasab, I'm going to explain. It should be something that has a kriyas that a Jew can take with him wherever he is in the world. Because something that's written is like a star that you could take out as a proof. That's what a star is. Something that's written is forever. And because of this, we see something very, very amazing when it comes to the din of Megillah's Esther. The Gemara says in Megillah Tazayin with Beis, the Gemara says, that the, the halach is that when you write the Megillah, the dinam of how to write the Megillah, and when the Megillah is written, it has to be written like Tereshavach Sav Mamish, like the Torah Mamish, Kechamisha from Shetara Mamish. The other Gemara uses the term Ka'amita Shal Torah. It's an unusual, unusual uh, lush. Ka'amita Shal Torah. <coughs> that the Megillah has to be written with all the halachas of writing of writing a Torah Shabbat Shav, a Sefer Torah, Ka'amita Shal Torah Mamish, like the Amita Shal Torah. Amita Shal Torah means 
the deepest truth of Torah that will be with us no matter where we are, no matter how difficult Gullus is, because that's the Indian of Dear Bhaktaina. And that's why the name of Hashem is not mentioned anywhere in the Megillah. It had to be that way. The name of Hashem is not mentioned anywhere in the Megillah. And Bechlal, the whole Megillah Sester is written, Ki'ilu, it's a histalus of natural events. If the story could be written, and you could read such a story even without believing in God. It had to be in such a way. The story, Davke, is written in such a way where one gets the impression that there's a stalshlus of that's a story. Like things that happen. Oh, it was a mazel that the Habiks and the Sarish were here. And it's a mazel Ahasuerus couldn't sleep. And Mordechai was at the place, right place at the right time. Oh, Esther's such a beautiful girl. We have to call her in. It was written in such a way, like a fairy tale, a story. Not even a fairy tale. Fairy tales have all kinds of strange, interesting. It's mamish Teva. It was written in such a way of Teva, without the name of Hashem. Because the whole in of Megillah, of Megillah's Esther, is Ligalos Esanistar, which means Kabolos Atayra Mechudeshes, in a massive of Hestaponim, where there is no apparent presence of God. And that Kabolos Atayra is a Kabolos Atayra of Kimu Vekiblu, which is the Tachlis of the creation, as we learned at the beginning from Tanya, which is Dir Batachtainim, Mamish, in the Oilam, which is Hatachton Biyoser a place of shiftless, a place where all you see is Tava, nature, and Guf. And the whole Megillah is written in such a way that when you, when you, when you begin reading Megillah's Esther, it's, like it's almost vulgar. <coughs> the whole description of, of what was going on in Shushan, it's, it's, uh, it's vulgar, it's, uh, it's, it's obscene. The story takes place in such a... Uh, it's not like it's a nice story that you read and it's going someplace, it takes place... You know, in the in Svas or in Yerushalayim, where there's a nice story of a, 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 a something in, in you know in, in Muncie. It's 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 vulgar. It's mamish vulgar. It's, it's, it's uh, the, the eating and the drinking. It was uh, Mitoish Lazov and Chazal tell us what was going on there at the party, and it was it's, it's ugly. And with Vashti, Vashti to come like this, and he wants Vashti to come to the party in such a way. It's all, and then the Esther Malka has to go with it to be and with the girls that the king has. It's not anything that, that we would want our children to be able to understand when they're little. Because they they, they they would be very, very upset and very shocked by it. So we just tell them that, you know, Esther was very pretty, dressed up like a queen, and Mordechai was a big tzaddik, and you make, make yourself a little, with cotton balls, a little beard, and, and Gandhi, and everybody's happy, and we hood them high so Irish. But the Mitzias was that it was it was it was vulgar, it was ugly. <coughs> it's the it's the it's like the goof. It's the goof without the neshama. That's the feeling at the beginning of Megillah, and therefore there's no name of God in the Megillah. It's goof, mamish goof. And of course it couldn't be in Eretz Yisrael. Because you can't you can't hide God like that in Eretz Yisrael. The whole thing is like a goof, one one goof. Because remember the Indian of of the, the Indian that was beginning now was to move things towards the tachlis of creation, which is 
Gibli Kvayt Hashem and Nigla Kvayt Hashem in every massive in this world. Tereshvalpeh. In every single thing. In Tevan, all the Matzavim of Tevan. That a Jew can be Dovuk to Hashem even though he doesn't see Hashem. There's no name of Hashem. To be Dovuk to Baruch Hu and to believe that he is the Chaya Chaya Mbamish Baruch Hu. <coughs> and that's true existence. The Mitzias, Amitis Mitzias Hashleima, is is the infinite one, the creator of all the worlds. Even though everything is goof, the whole story just says this goof, goof. So here's where we have the Chiddush of Megillah Zesta. and that's why none of the other stories of poems that took place, wherever they took place, can can be like this. Mitzad Echad Megillah Zesta is Kamita Shel It has Kilo Din of Torah Shabbosan. It's Kisra Kodesh. Scripture. It's Scripture. It's written. It's Torah Shabbosan. It's Kisra Kodesh. A Mitzad Sheni. It's completely Tereshbal Padik. Because there's no mention of God. That doesn't seem to have anything to do with God. Everything seems to be Teva. Nature. Which is completely Tereshbal Padik. Where you don't see Hashem. It's Tereshbal Padik. There's a whole Masechta. Masechta Megillah. In the Rambam's lotion is that the Megillah Milvad, the Megillah is Kechamisha Chumshe Tari. He doesn't say that by any other cipher in Tanakh. Outside of Chumash, he says that Megillah says that is Kechamisha Chumshe Tari. He's emphasizing it. It's Teresh Bechsav, Kechamisha Chumshe Tari. Kehilchus Teresh That's what he writes. It's a com- it's a it's a combination. It's an integration, some some sort of a of a shiluv of Tarsha Bhsav, Kisvia Kaidish, because it's written, and as the Malki insisted that it be something that's written, because when it's written, it's it's forever. <coughs> but it but it, it's Kihilkas Tarashabalta with Masechta Megillah. It's it's Kisve Hakodesh. It's Scripture. It's Torah Shabbat But Torah Shabbat that's telling a story that's completely like Torah Shabbat right? It's telling a story in Teva. It's not telling a story Brachah Golakim. It's not saying about Moshe Rabbeinu. It's not telling us about Harsinai and clouds and and Kriyas Yamsus. It's Torah Shabbat that's telling a story that's that's Torah Shabbat that's Teva. That's this world. That's a world where you don't see the name of God. It's telling a story. It looks like it's Thomas' story of Teva. And it's Kisri HaKadosh. So when it says in the Megillah, HaMelech, Stam Melech in the Megillah, is what? It's HaKadosh Baruch. It's Melech, Malach, HaMelech. Notice in the Ksav itself, in the Megillah, in the writing of the Megillah itself, there's such a hest upon him that you're reading about this Magush of Dikagai, 
You're reading about a prostate guy. Uh, 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 what's Chazal the way they describe him? A mamish a goof without like a neshama. Without a neshama. You're reading about Achashverus, and and in this Melech Achashverus, in a way of hest upon him is what Melech Malchi Hamloch. Hashbaru working through this world. Hashvas Hashrim. Not Hashem appearing the base I make this the Hashvas Hashrim about with the Kruvim and the Kapiris and the Aron Avris. No, no, no. In like this guy, like some prosta Achashverus. What name is those guys in Japan? The big guys they fight. What is it? Sumo wrestling. Sumo. Sumo wrestling. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Bring me Vashti. <coughs> this is and, and, and what is this? the Melach? It's Melach Malachemloch. So we may the whole simch of Purim is a simcha that takes place completely in Chol, in the most mundane way. Of eating, it's on the one hand, the, the, we're taught by, the, by Chazal that Yom Kippurim is Yom Kippurim is only Kippurim. Purim is higher than Yom Kippurim. But the simcha of Purim is, is dafki in a way of, of mamish the most base things of this world. Because that's the any of the Yerbetachtayin. <coughs> Drinking and eating and besimcha with chaveim. But it's all the same Hashem. It's all HaKadosh Baruch The Yerbetachtayin. The whole yontiv is a yontiv. The Yerbetachtayin. That the Benachavet should be a yontiv for an Isim Allah. Which the Gemara lives out because it doesn't say. It says only the first time yontiv, not the second time yontiv. It's not a yontiv for the Gabi Isim Allah. There's no Isim Allah. You work on Purim. I mean, you, you could do Malach on Purim. <coughs> so everything, the way that we celebrate Purim, Purim is in a way of Hester. Even the need of, uh, especially, the need of, of costumes, of tachpaisas, of getting dressed up. The whole need of a costume is Hester upon. It's all, everything is Hester upon. Because Megillus Esther is the site that we began with of Nigla Kvayd Hashem Vro Kol Bosayachta Meloi Chol Haaretz Kvayda, which is the Tachlis of creation. Meloi Chol Haaretz Kvayda, this world, and now we can understand the whole Indian Mechias Amali. There's a piece in Nezi Yisrael from Rav Kluge's Ogazanzayim. In Chela Gimel, Nezi Yisrael. Not in the new ones of Purim, I'm saying in the old one, in Chela Gimel. Where he talks about that first war with Amalek. Moshe Ben is holding his arms up, right? The Yad of Emunah. Moshe Ben is holding his arms up and Yeshua is down below Lemaiseh fighting the war 
Moshe went on top of the mountain, and Yeshua is downstairs in the Mulham, in the war. So Kluger explains, Smicha, we see by Moshe giving Smicha to Yeshua, right? That's what we see by Moshe and Yeshua. In Chumash, that's what we have Smicha. Moshe Rabbein and Yeshua. Yeshua binun mole ruach hachma. Yeshua binun was filled with ruach hachma. Ki somach Moshe as yod of olav. Because Moshe Rabbeinu placed his hands upon Yeshua and gave him from that ruach. Then the satam of hoid cholav. It's the midah of hoid. In the Gutta Maran, Rebbe Nachman says in Torah Samach Aleph, this sentence, when smich is given, <coughs> when someone is given smich as a rav, and, and writing, it's one Indian. Smicha and ksiv is one Indian. Because takes place with with yadayim with the hands. Which is the beginning of writing. Beginning yad kosevus, as it says in Boston, yad kosevus. This is why the Baruch wanted the Chas and Kalish should be joined together. They should be ksuva. We'll talk about that at the end. Why it has to be something in writing? It's the need of ksuva. We'll get to that at the end. But the Koach of Smicha and the Koach of Ksiva, of writing, the, both of them come through the Yadayim. What is the Koach of Smicha? The Koach of Smicha is that Hishtalshlus all the way from Meshur Rabbeinu. Right? goes back to Meshur Rabbeinu, gave Smicha to Yeshua and so on. It's that Hishtalshlus throughout all of the generations till our time it means the whole toikif of Torah the whole the whole mitzvah of Torah and that it, and its authority of Torah every bezdin to this day that paskins halacha it's a hishtauslus for Moshe Rabbeinu putting his hands on Yeshua that's what smich is. It's a shtausel of that. So to this day, that so a psak that's nechtav and nechtav and bezdin, and there's a psak bezdin, it becomes a chelik of Torah mamish, not just a sinhedrin. It becomes a chelik of Torah, and there, and there, there would be a din of leisosur if you violated what the psak of bezdin is. There's a din of leisosur going away from the chacham said. It's nisid the rice. Getting whole question of Zakir Mamre, we're not going to, but but it has a din of Torah, has a din of Torah. In other words, it's Torah Shvalpeh. It's a psak that took place without any apparent presence of God, without any Hashvas Hashchina. Moshe ben Yisrael, a long time not here. But Smicha means that there's one Hamshich, that when in Tavshinai and Ches, there's a psak bezin, it's Moshe Rabbeinu. Smicha say a the hand, which means this this physical world, 
Rabbi Nachman said, and Ksiva, and writing something, is Bechina Achas. It's one Indian. It's one Bechina. The authority of Moshe Rabbeinu, Shemaim, Tereshvachsav, in every single tiny little aspect of our lives, Tereshvachsav, is the sod, is the secret of this chibur, of this joining together of Tereshvachsav and Tereshvachsav. It's the whole side of Neshama Beguf, <coughs> of Dir Betachtonim. Every single star, any binding Jewish document, any every single star that's used as a raya, as proof, or with a Kenyan, or some type of a Kenyan, is hidden in that the koch of smicha and the imprint of Moshe Rabbeinu. It's an amazing thing. It has Moshe Rabbeinu's stamp. Every star. And one who believes in that and re- recognizes it doesn't need any shelter. You don't need a policeman to enforce it. We never did. It speaks louder than anything else in the world. It's Moshe Rabbeinu's ksaviyat. This is the side of Kisvuni Ladaivas, of a Ksav that it will be forever. As we learn, Megillus Esther is Kisve Kaidish, it's Ksav, it's written, it's Tarashib Ksav, Kamita Shotaira, but it but it's all Tarashvapa. It's it's all in Tava, it's all Hastapan. It's the it's the it's the written document that we have of the new Kabal Satara. Of Kima Vikiblu, where there's no name of God, but it's all God. Where you don't feel any shkin in your life, but you you hold on to Mamish, you connect to your Dovik Hashem, even though there's no Ashwasa Shkin in your life. Your Dovik Hashem. Is this new Tyra of Kisvunu Dars, a new Kabbalah Satyra of Kima Vikiblu? What we'll see, Mitch Hashem, next Matzah Shabbos, is how all of this works with Yeshua, Yeshua bin Nun, the Indian of Yeshua, and the Indian of every, of every chasma, of every chasma. And that crossing over from, from Moshe Rabbeinu, from Torah Shabbat from the Midbar, to Eretz Yisrael, to Yeshua. And the whole Indian of Eretz Yisrael that we've been learning from Rav Kook is a Bechin of Chasen Kala with Am Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael and Am Yisrael is Chasen Kala. And the Ksuva, and Purim is and Purim and Yeshua and Yeshua Dafka. That's why Shushan Purim is from world cities from the time of Yeshua bin Nun. Why Dafka Yeshua? Why does Yeshua come into, to give cover to Eretz Yisrael, Chazal It's not the cover to Eretz Yisrael. There should be Purim without Eretz Yisrael. Why are we so worried over here, Dafka with Purim, there should be cover to Eretz Yisrael? Why are we so nervous to get Yeshua into the story of Purim? Because Yeshua is Purim. And they can't be Purim without Yeshua. Because Yeshua is that transition from the mid to itself, from Tarshabhsav to Tarshabhbalpah. Yeshua is bringing us into a into a, a way of life of Hestapanim, where we're no longer in the Midbun, there's no longer Hashwasashina. And in Tava, without seeing God's name, we're Jews. That's Yeshua. That's Ka Yeshiach Matsas Miragla, not to fall into the eights of Miragla, not to fail. 
they need a, a Purim is not to fail. With spies in this world, not Khalila, not to fail. Not to not to make that mistake of separating of separating Khalila, a husband and a wife, is a Bahina of Gerish and the Get, it's a Ksav, safer creases. I'm not talking about that right now, it's a safer creases that separates between a husband and a wife. It's a safer <coughs> there was an in of achshash that there was a get that Hashem gave Am Yisrael that was no longer going to be there. It's just so chalil. There's a get crisis and it's not, but it looked like there was. We have to talk a little bit more to understand. To understand. So Mitzvah Shem will will we'll continue after Shushan Purim. We'll continue after Purim. We should be zayicher. Not only to talk about these things, we should be zayicher to see them and to feel them and to live them. She was every Shem a fairer and a chiddik in Purim. Amen. Amen. Amen.